Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Eastside Liquor Halftime Podcast. Oh, intermission. No, it's halftime. Stop by 9390 Rogers Avenue for the best liquor, beer, and wine deals in the River Valley. Arkansas wins a national championship! Check out Eastside Liquor on Facebook for weekly specials. Say goodbye! Darren McFadden, 80 yards, touchdown! And talk with Aaron Torres from the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast and Aaron Torres Media, Fox Sports Radio hosting as well. A.T., what you chopping up there, man? I hear a knife on something. I'm, uh, I'm making uh, my, little, my, little, my little puppy some breakfast there. She's got uh, some hard food that she likes, you know, broken up for her. And listen, let's be honest, Phil. We know who, we know who runs the Taurus household, okay? Uh, it, it ain't me. I'll just tell you that much right now. I've learned that. I've learned that over the last few years, too. That's, that's some effort for the puppy. That's going to be a going thing. Not your dog, but we have a theme on the show today. You just didn't realize that. Oh, is that is it Stubborn Dog Friday? Is that is that uh, is that the theme of the show today? No, I think uh, I think Christian, our producer, has a has a puppy that's kind of making life a little difficult at times. We just <laughs> hadn't planned we just hadn't planned on bringing it up yet. But then again, I mean, there you are chopping up dog food. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah, we just came back from from a, a long walk, and I will say, in my defense, so so you know, yeah, you can probably hear in the background barking because she's hungry, but. Um, in, in my defense, I did rush the last 10 minutes of her walk knowing that you guys were calling. So I can't just say that she completely runs this house, but she pretty much does. And, and she wasn't happy with the pace in which I was uh, preparing her food. And now she doesn't look very happy with what I actually gave her. So, you know, just another Friday morning over at the Torres compound. So, you know, no big deal. Aaron, um, well, let's let's get into it a little bit. Uh, can, can you enlighten me uh, on what's going on in Michigan right now? What's going on in Michigan? Well, the Lions are really good. Um, I think the Tigers are in the... Oh, you're talking about Michigan football. You know, it's chaos, guys. (laughs) It's chaos, guys. You know, um, and I will say this is that, you know, I I did say this about a week ago, is that, you know, because a week ago, remember, the story was that the NCAA was on campus and everyone's trying to figure out what does that mean. And I said, the story is that the NCAA being on campus because the NCAA has a protocol, et cetera. I said... What not enough people are talking about is that, that the, the Big Ten can kind of launch their own investigation. The Big Ten can basically unilaterally decide that they don't want Michigan representing them in the postseason or whatever. And what I said is uh, I wasn't smart enough to say all this was going to happen, but I said I, I do think they're going to get some pressure from the other schools in the conference. And I think that's exactly what's happening, Matt. I, I'm not smart enough to know, um, you know, if Tony Petiti, the, the new Big Ten commissioner, is going to actually do something. I was told, you know, late last week, early this week, he really wanted nothing to do with this. He's been there six months. He doesn't want to disqualify what might be the best team in college football. Um, And he's got four new schools to worry about and stuff like that coming into the conference next year. But there's clearly pressure. Um, And the one thing that I, I do believe, you know, Michigan just needs to get back on the field. Every day that they're not on the field, this story snowballs. 
And so, Michigan, if you want to quiet this stuff down, go out and beat Purdue 52-3 to tomorrow and prove that it has nothing to do with sign stealing, that you're just the best team in college football. But it is a crazy story, and, and it does feel like there's, there's a new twist every single day. And this is, by the way, I remember talking to you guys two weeks ago and I said, sign stealing, is it a big deal? And all three of us were kind of like, hey, you know, I don't know. And it's just, it's wild how this story has evolved over the last, uh, over the last two weeks from when we last spoke, when we first started speaking about it two weeks ago. But last week we also used the word cheating, and that's what I've used in this case yeah. too. Forget about what the rule is, and and the spirit that goes into it, and all of this is this is cheating, and it's and it's to a very very mm-hmm. elaborate degree, where you know they 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 knew something, they knew this was uh, that this was crosswise with, with what the rules said, and and went to a pretty elaborate lengths just to do it anyway, and and still kind of wave their nose at everybody at the same time while doing it. I'll say this. Harbaugh's got his defenders in this case. A lot of them are the same people that complain that the NCAA never enforces their rules. You can't have it both ways. Right. And, and to those who Great say that this, is, that this is just about Jim Harbaugh, look, I mean, Jerry Tarkanian, Rick Pitino, Bill Self, these are coaches that have, that have claimed at times previously that the NCAA is coming after them, is coming after them. You know what? They had reason to. They had reason to. I think that's the same case here. No, a, a thousand percent. And this goes back to, you know, and, and I think I was kind of vocal before most people, you know, most of all the sign stealing happens everywhere. I said, yeah, but even before we knew the, the lengths to which they were going, you know, dozens of Big Ten games, you know, teams that they were competing with in the college football playoff, I said, they're still doing something that in theory, as best we know, nobody else is doing. And they are getting a, an advantage from it. And then obviously, you know, as, as the, the layers have gone on, you know, we kind of know that Connor Stallions had kind of this elaborate group of people that, that, you know, he'd be sending to various campuses. And, you know, obviously, um, I guess we're still waiting for confirmation from Central Michigan 72 hours later to see if it was him because they can't figure out who was the strange guy wearing sunglasses for a night game. Um, so I'm with you, Phil. Is Listen, I'm, I'm not rooting again. I pick, Listen, I picked Michigan to win the national championship in the preseason. I said three weeks ago before it was cool to say it, this is the best team in college football by far. Um, so I want them to be good. It makes me look smart to be good. But I also, I, I'm, I'm far from, you know, a, 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 you know a, a moralist on all this stuff. But again, if you're doing something that nobody else is doing that's clearly giving you some sort of competitive advantage, even if it's small, I do think punishment is just. Now, I think Michigan deserves a chance to defend themselves. I think they deserve a chance to prove one way or the other if they, you know, if they actually knew what was going on. Was it Connor Stallions acting rogue? Um, but I, I, you know, it's just I don't have all the answers, and that's I think that's the part that's most interesting to me. Is it's so unprecedented? Um, you know, you see one piece of information, and you're like, well, obviously everybody was working together on this. Then you read some stuff about Connor Stallions, and you say, you know, I don't know, this guy seems a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know how to be polite about this, but different, um, you know, engaged, invested in, in, in his scheme. And so it's one that that's where I think it gets so interesting is I don't think there's a cut and dry. Yes, they broke the rules, but I don't think there's a cut and dry. This needs to be the punishment. This makes it clear that everybody knew. This makes it clear that nothing knew, that, that nobody knew. There's a lot of gray area in this one. You know, and this also goes, and it doesn't balance against it. Harbaugh, I think, the way he, I think he views himself as a player's coach, right? He treats them well, wants to back them up in everything. So now Bobby Knight passes away, and Bobby Knight 
was truly a monster in some cases. I mean, you have to go to the complexities of this person and and and, and admit the truths about him at the same time while being an amazing coach. I mean, he could be a monster sometimes, but you know what? He ran a really, really clean program. So you get this balance of somebody in, in, in Harbaugh in Michigan. That's not a clean program. It just isn't. Indiana was. You get Harbaugh, who's a player's coach, Knight, who I think it's the, guy, the guys who talk about him, now they loved him. They're so thankful that they played for him. There might have been times when they played for him that they didn't feel that way, that they were truly frightened of the man. It's just, a, it's just such an interesting... Uh, opposite end of, of, of these two programs and the conversations going on in the last couple of days. Well, and it's interesting too, you know, first of all, you're so right about uh, Bobby Knight, Phil. You know, I, um, it, I, I've referenced this a few times, but if anyone hasn't read A Season on the Brink, John Feinstein for a year follows uh, Bobby Knight around. And before, before one of their biggest regular season games, I think they played either Kentucky or Notre Dame, you know, Steve Alford, who was the star of the team in All-American, he posed for a charity uh, calendar. I think it was like a sorority calendar or something. And, you know, the NCAA comes down, and for whatever reason, that was a rules violation. I don't know if whatever, whatever. But it was a one-game suspension, and Bob Knight in the book goes off on Steve Alford. It's not, you know, in this era that we live in in 2023 where, you know, Mac Brown's complaining about the NCAA and LSU's complaining about the NCAA because they won't make a guy eligible, Bob Knight was the exact opposite. It was like, these are the rules. You have to follow them. And what I would also say, too, what, what this scandal, you know, has really kind of opened my eyes to, they say every program, if you dug deep enough, you would find some stuff. I just find it interesting because Michigan, for years, it was deemed like they just weren't going to go to the lengths that other schools were to win at the highest level. And if that means, hey, we go 9-3 and three instead of going 12-0 and 0 because we're not going to do what Alabama does or what Ohio State does, then that's what we do because we're Michigan men. We'd rather do it the right way. And so you see all this stuff that's come out about Connor Stallions. You see all this stuff about some of the other people on the staff. You see all of whatever. Uh, It's just obvious that that there's no program in college sports, even in this kind of gray area that we live in now with NIL and, and collectives and everything like that. You know, whatever you deem to be the rules, I think it's clear that Every program in America, you know, has some skeletons in their closet if you really peel back the layers enough. Aaron, uh, on the football field the, on Saturday, you get LSU at Alabama, and it's uh, for first place in the in the SEC West. Uh, do you think LSU's defense, how do you see this one going? Yeah, it's, it's just such a fascinating clash of styles. I mean, I you know, first of all, I, I give credit. I, I think I've spent, and a lot of people have spent a lot of time, you know, crediting Nick Saban for – kind of going back to, to, to the old school Nick Saban way of winning with defense, run game, ball control, special teams, all that stuff. How about we give a little credit to Brian Kelly, right? I mean, this was a guy at, for 15 years at Notre Dame. It was about the, you know, ball. it was basically about what I just said, ball control, run game, defense, whatever. This year, he happens to have a great quarterback, two, three, four elite wide receivers, and he's basically like, if I got to win games, as Arkansas saw, 34-31, 42-40, you know, I think Missouri was 49-39 to 39 or something. That's how I'm going to win games. But like you said, Matt, you know, uh, LSU wins this game. Uh, they are tied for first place atop the SEC standings. And so I think it's a very interesting clash of styles. Um, I don't, I, you know, I lean Alabama because they're at home, but I'd be lying if I said I had a super strong, I feel passionately that they're going to win in a convincing manner. Uh, but I just think it's an interesting clash of styles. 
two really good programs, two really good coaches. And obviously, you know, every year there's a lot on the line, but, but, but obviously this year with first place in the SEC, and Ole Miss is still in the mix as well. I mean, I guess technically Ole Miss maybe would have a, a tiebreak over LSU and have to look into it. But the bottom line is whoever, whoever wins this game will be in some way, shape, or form atop the SEC standings come, come Sunday, you know, Sunday morning. And it's, uh, it's a good one. It's going to be a real home Best game last weekend, ATN, I know you watched it, was the Arkansas Exhibition Basketball victory over Purdue in front of a sold-out crowd, which kind of felt like a late January conference crossover matchup with a number one team or something. It was wild. And now we finally get to see the Hogs take the hardwood in a game that's supposed to count. But it's just like that game's got to at least be in the mind of voters. Like it's not supposed to go on the record, but they people know that they you know they beat Purdue and and I don't know that these exhibitions were really interesting over the last few uh over the last few days. Yeah, I'm glad, you know, the NCAA about six, seven years ago, I, I, I forget, I think it was the 2018 season, there was something going on in the world, and I think it was an earthquake, and I'm, I'm sorry for being crass that I don't remember about this, but they decided, you know, if, if you want to let fans in and, and kind of raise money, and I think it was kind of intended as, hey, if you sell, you know, 2,000 tickets and, and that can go to some sort of, uh, you know, charity, then, then so be it. And then obviously, like coaches do, they've all taken it to the next level. And I love it. And, and I think it's cool. I mean, you know, listen, that one was unfortunately on a, on a streaming network. But, you know, Sunday night, uh, you know, Tennessee was at Michigan State. Illinois hosted Kansas, the number one team in the AP poll. They were televised preseason games. And so I love it. I hope we keep doing it. I have no problem, you know, you know with uh, – with the you know the schools that don't want to play these games, but for the schools that do want to challenge themselves that aren't afraid to be on TV, I just think it's a great litmus test. And that you know, I mean, you talk about Arkansas, you talk about Tennessee going to Michigan State. I mean, I know for a fact that they felt great coming out of that game, saying we didn't have two starters and we just won in East Lansing in front of X number of people. And then obviously from the Arkansas perspective, I don't know how you, exact same way how you can't feel great about what you did to Purdue and, and Zach Eady and stuff, and so. I think that, uh, one, it's great for college basketball, but two, like you said, Phil, I don't know how, I know we do the preseason rankings and the AP poll comes out before a lot of these games are played, but if you're an Arkansas fan, I don't know how you can't feel great about what you saw at Bud Walton Arena um, and great about what, 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 you, what you feel going into next week when the season actually starts. AT, appreciate your time. Give the puppy a scratch under the ear and one for yourself, okay? Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you, Phil. I will. Yeah, okay. I appreciate that. We'll talk soon, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron. Aaron Torres from the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast and Fox Sports Radio. That is how you're supposed to treat someone else's dog very nicely, right? A little scratch under the ear, maybe hand a little a little treat. That's going to get them on your side, right? Absolutely. I might not have a dog, but I know Christian how to knows take what? care of one of them. I don't know about yours, though, Christian. From everything I hear about yours, well, what's you, his? Uh, what's it? What's Asher. his or her name? Asher. Yeah, you just got to give him food, and he'll listen. I don't know. It's uh, At's. At's puppy sounds a little more docile. I mean, he's chopping up food for it. I don't know if you're doing that. I blend. It, I blend food for mine, so. I kind of understand. Nice. Man, I can appreciate that. It's football season at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings. And with 64-inch TVs, beer, burgers, and, you know, wings, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best choice to watch the big game. So bring the gang and join us this football season at your local Buffalo Wild Wings in Bryant, Little Rock. 
Sherwood, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings, beer, wings, sports, and your home for any game. Roar! Are you in need of an attorney? Hickey and Hull Law Partners is your firm. Hickey and Hull understand the importance of client communication, meeting with you, responding to emails, and returning calls. Hickey and Hull are attorneys you can trust to guide you through a divorce or a custody case, criminal charges, or even civil lawsuit. Ready to put their seven decades of experience to work for you and get the best results. Every case is important. Hickey and Hull Law Partners strive to give each client the time and attention it deserves. Visit them at KevinHickeyLaw.com. Hickey and Hull Law Partners. Things are about to get better. And now, back to the podcast. So, Barry, one of the lines, one of the, one of the many movie lines that we uh, repeat, maybe ad nauseum here, the, the, the Steely Dan is one of those bands, Matt, that I, uh, I celebrate their entire catalog. Absolutely. I put, put Peg near the top of the list. That's, that's one of my favorites. That's a good one. You can't help but bop around a little bit when you hear that one, right? Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a classic. So uh, Donald Fagan said that Peg was uh, was actually based. He, he wrote the lyrics about a specific person. He never said who it was, but he did say that the song Peg took place at a seedy photo shoot in Los Angeles from the perspective of a jilted boyfriend. You know, you wonder why why Steely Dan and Fagan was really those, that band was one of the greatest uh, lyricists ever. There's one reason why, because you get a description of the setting of the song like that. 877-377-6963 is our McClarty Daniel hotline. Roger has given us a call. I think Roger's from around these parts where I am here in Gainesville. Roger, what's up? How are you? I'm good, man. How are y'all? Roger. Doing great. Ready for football tomorrow. Matt Jones, is uh, the way he said your names, I don't know. I think you guys might know each other. How, how's Florida looking? Y'all going to take it easy on us this week? I mean, we're probably, you know, I think you've been in the swamp when we've had some turmoil when one of our teams. I think we uh I think we beat y'all pretty good. We kinda shut you down. We let you get a little out of control late in the game, but we had it under control during that time. We're we're zero and five in the swamp, but I, I hear it's a blackout. Uh how, how's y'all's offense? You y'all's offense gonna be all right? I think our offense will be fine. I don't know how much pressure your D line's gonna get, but if if we can actually block like we did against Georgia, um, we're a little different. You know, most time your running backs open up the pass. We're different. Our pass has to open up the running game. But, you know, ETN's healthy. He had his shoulder banged up. We got two good solid backs for whatever reason. They just hadn't, you know, duplicated what they did last year. But if our offensive line can block and give him time, I think it'll be – We'll be solid. We do have some guys that are banged up on the uh, defensive line, two starters. So there will be a lot of freshmen playing, so there could be some mistakes on the defense. And, you know, again, I don't um, – Arkansas is always pretty solid. You know, I know the record doesn't say that, but they're always a pretty solid team. So, you know, you just don't never know which How- – which side you're going to get on either team. How embarrassing is it going to be when Arkansas comes down there and wins and then y'all miss a bowl game because y'all lose the next three games? <laughs> how embarrassing would it be, since you're going to run out of mouth, how embarrassing would it be if we make a little bet right now on there? Woo! 
Let's oh, go. I love it. I love it. The smack talk comes over the public airwaves. That's the absolute best way to handle this. Arkansas is going to get their first dub in the swamp, and then Florida doesn't make a bowl game. How cool would that be? And Matt Jones was the first one to predict it, too, Roger. How do you like that? Sounds like well, you guys have I'll something tell you to what. Let, I'll tell you this. How about this? How about if, if Arkansas wins, I will donate $1,000 to any Arkansas booster program you want me to and if florida wins you gotta shave that beard yeah roger my left pocket needs a boost let's go in that direction how do you like that <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't have, if, since we're since we're betting matt jones's lengthy beard i'll take the winnings if it comes right down to it you got some uh, you got some high roller friends matt jones he's big time man he's big time yeah must be roger where are you where are you where are you calling from man i'm actually headed to a closing i am parked at a uh circle k Gate Station, um, in between Interlocking and Hawthorne, Florida. But I'm out of uh, uh, St. Augustine area. See there, Matt. Something, Wait. something's afoot at the Circle K. Yeah, That's he thinks he's an athlete. Roger. He's uh, he, he's OG. Thanks, Roger. <laughs> oh. Yeah, man. Um, well, good luck to you. But I'll send y'all some uh, pics as we're uh, as we're beating y'all during the game. And how long? How long four. have you known Matt Jones, Roger? That and and you know, right down I to the pretty Matt, details, right? Oh, oh, five. Listen, I I met Matt. We lived in a high rise in Jacksonville, and literally, I was bringing my shotgun in. He goes, "Man, you got a gun in there?" I said, "Yeah." And we sat looking at it. Came back down, and we were walking out again. He goes, "Where are you going?" I said, "Going to get something to eat." He said, "Can I go?" I said, Come on, and then it's kind of started from there. Pictures, pictures of deer hunting, you know, turkey hunting, fishing. What are you gonna do? You know, play a little golf. Uh, all good. Hey, let me tell you this quick story. So, his dad is probably one of the best turkey callers I have ever met in my entire life. So we go hunting on a friend of my um, family grew up in my hometown of Jasper, Florida. Tony Peterson. So we go hunting, and they get out there and call them. And we're talking. Well, Matt misses the turkey. His dad's like, I'm out, I'm out. So anyways, we come out, and Tony says, yeah, there was a blind guy shot a turkey there the other day. <laughs> uh, now he takes pride in his turkey hunting. Like, I mean, he, I think he's more insulted by that than any story about football uh, <laughs> mishappenings. I don't, yeah, I don't exactly. remember the story that way, but uh, we uh, – I don't think yeah. you had the. Uh, yeah, I know. You don't have. You didn't have your floor mat the first time you went. I know. I know you didn't forget that the mat again. You, oh, your no, little seat, your little cushion. You got to go. You got to walk a lot and sit in your cushion. You don't have your cushion, man. You're 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 in trouble. Well, you're gonna walk a lot with Steve Jones. That's for sure. So. Roger, we're um, we're gonna. All right, so I'm gonna, give, call I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you all prediction right now. It's gonna be thirty-four, thirteen Gators. Wow. All right. All right, dude. One points, man. Every game's been close this year. Every game's been close. That's the way I see it. Y'all aren't scoring 31 on on us. Get out of here. $1,000. My man, I got to get some bigger pants. I need some bigger pants. Roger, we'll come back. Let's let's talk again sometime. We're going to beat y'all in basketball. We're going to beat y'all in basketball, too. We'll, we'll, We'll talk then. Yeah, that's the next time. That's the next time. It's Roger, a friend of, of Matt Jones here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Dude pulled right over. 
I love this. Like he actually, Matt. He asked you what time to call, right? Yeah, so he, he, he took was. Your, he took orders. From he's you a. Today. He's well. He we we stay in touch, and he had a buddy that, that was an old Miss guy. He, he's a he's a big time Florida Gator guy. We had a lot of Florida well, you Gators. Can tell he used the word on me. our on our he, Jacksonville Jacksonville team bath. So he he kind of gets all ate up with it. He's got enough cash that he can actually put a thousand dollars up for whatever charity. And I mean, I think. Um, I think uh, our lady of my left pocket is, is, is definitely ready for, for a Razorback win now. It's great. Your beard against his money, and I get the winnings. Let's go Let's go baseball. <laughs> I don't think the Razorbacks in the Florida Gate, do they play this next year? They might. They might. we gotta get. We got to double check here. Arkansas I, gets their first win Saturday. That's it. November you, 4th at Florida. Are you, Florida, calling, it? Are and you then, calling it right and now? Florida misses a bowl game, and then it's just total. We might still miss a bowl game, but we're going we're gonna to win this week. Yeah, Arkansas does host Florida in baseball at the end of April. Uh, women's basketball makes a trip to Gainesville in February. And let's see, you get one game for the for uh, us and the men's team here in Gainesville, too. So both basketball teams and the football team had to come out here to Gainesville. Only baseball gets them at home this year. And who knows, that may end up being the most competitive of all of them because... Um, Two baseball programs are right up against the are right up against each other as far as uh, really where they where they uh, kind of are in the pecking order. Um, Matt, there was something that uh, I want to touch on. I'm not sure if we have too, enough time to do it, but I did want to hit on this quickly. And when you listen to to Coach Pittman Wednesday night on his radio show, he made a point when Chuck brought up. Uh, how has K.J. Jefferson handled the change for offensive coordinator? The first thing that Coach Pittman brought up is that Criswell is getting more reps at practice and that there was a meeting with the quarterbacks uh, over the week and that K.J. has taken it very well. And, and the way that I heard him speak about it, it sounds to me like it's not like they're planning necessarily on Criswell playing, but there is definitely a possibility of that happening if K.J. does not improve. Well, and and you had a bye week, so you're gonna see you're gonna see some of that in in a bye week. You're gonna let some players get some reps, and 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 that's that's what I've said. Whenever if you can't win six, if you're not, I think KJ gives us the best chance to win. Uh, but if you once it's over, you can't win six. Uh, you got it's it's everybody's everybody's jobs at stake. That's playing all all the the depth charts is open. If if you're over in the SEC, no nobody's job safe. So. We as as coaches, you got to start evaluating who's going to be here next year. Who's going to help you win? Where are we weak? Where are we thin? Where do we have to get better? Let's see if we can. Who, who on who on tape can flash and make plays? Uh, but but yeah, once once you can't get to six, you you got to start. Uh, it's it's just how it's just how it goes. But I also wonder, like, what if, what hap- what about in in tomorrow's game? Like, if you see re- re- a recurrence of, you know, the first half against Mississippi State, or really what you've seen for the last few weeks. You know, if there is not a major improvement. If we have three points in the first half, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Not necessarily what happens after the Florida game. What happens tomorrow? I think, I mean, I'm not making any predictions about this whatsoever, but it's all going to depend on how KJ plays and how the offense moves. You very well could see him. I and he has taken literally every snap this year outside of just a few against Western Carolina. That's it. That may change tomorrow.
Thanksgiving dinner will be memorable this year at the historic Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in Hot Springs. Thursday, November 23rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the Venetian Dining Room, you'll have a salad bar, carving station, hot buffet items, and desserts featuring traditional and unique items. Over 12 dine for $58 per person, under 12 for $29, and under 6 eat free. Reservations required. Must have credit card to hold reservations. Call 501-623-7771 or log on at arlingtonhotel.com slash dining for reservations and complete menu items. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Let's go to the McClarty Daniel hotline and talk with noted Beatles historian Nate Olson. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> High school football guy, Nate Olson. That's right. That is not what would be... Uh, yeah, I, Beatles and Nate Olson are in the who, same sense. Who, who's, on your, who's on your iPod, Nate? Who do you listen to? I, I listen to... Uh, 90s gangster rap. There you go. There you go. My favorite. Little favorite stuff. Yeah. That's what I pegged you yeah, as, definitely. I would, have been, I would have been at the Snoop Dogg concert in Little Rock if it hadn't been uh, canceled. So I saw him at uh, Riverfest a few years ago. Yeah. May not expect that from me, but that, that is true. I, and I, I do like do like a little country music, too. My wife was an influence on that and a little bit of Elvis. I, I just like music in general, but gangster rap's the main thing on my uh Jeez, stay I mean, bugging you, you asked what's on his ipod you might as well ask what's on his walkman for crying <laughs> out loud. who's, using, a, who's yeah, using an ipod yeah i didn't correct you about the ipod yeah whatever you listen to your you still got the cd the cd talk. player with the the dvd case you know big travel case with all your cds in it yeah, yeah what, you, what you got on your ghetto blaster right now that's what you you've got put the that pioneer thing on your shoulder and walk around town with that sucker let's talk some high school football i, I saw I saw on, uh, on somewhere on Facebook that you can buy those old boom boxes with the tape deck, like they're selling those again. That'd be that'd be interesting. I don't I don't know if I have any tape, but uh, well, here's a factoid of life. This is when you pay when you pay attention, Nate, and you find this to be true. Everything old is new again eventually, that's and that right. inclu- that includes yep. those old uh, those old uh, boom boxes. Uh, yeah. Big weekend and uh, big big night. I mean, I was saying big weekend. It's tonight, Friday night football. And, uh, boy, you get some really great games all across the Western conferences in the state of Arkansas. Which one do you think is the best tonight? Little Rock Christian at Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and, you know, Matt, I would, I would love for you. I don't know what you're doing tonight, but I, 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 maybe you can watch this tape. Uh, you can't go to the game. But being a quarterback, you'll appreciate this. You know, Walker White, Little Rock Christian, four-star going to Auburn. Shane Archer, four-star, yet to be determined where he's going. He's a sophomore, but he's been recruited by everybody in the country. I love a good quarterback matchup. You know, love in the NFL when you'd have, you know, Brady and Manning and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's it just, I mean, quarterbacks is where it are, where it is. That's, you know, Matt would agree with that. I mean, that big-time quarterback play is awesome. And these guys are both super good. They've got a good, you know, Greenwood probably has a better supporting cast. But Walker White has really done a good job of being more accurate this year, and his receiving core 
has stepped up. So Payne's got a little bit more talent, and the defense is maybe a little bit better. But Walker White, maybe you know he's, he's able to put him on his back a little bit more. But um, I will say this: you know we're, we've got to cover a lot of games, but uh, Payne Archer as a sophomore is better than Walker White as a sophomore. That's saying a lot because Walker White is one of the better quarterbacks in the country right now. But Payne Archer saw him play last week against PA, made some unbelievable throws for a 15-year-old. I mean, he's he's amazing and. This game, Smith Robinson Stadium, 60 game winning streak for Greenwood. I mean, this, this is going to have a, a state championship, not just a state playoff, but a state championship feel, feel to it. And whoever wins this will be the number one seed and have a, have a good chance uh, to go to Little Rock. It's game day. That's right. What about the other archer? Is he uh, what, what great is the defensive guy? Is he, is he getting any looks? Is, is he. Uh, oh, yeah. Cash, Cash Archer, great linebacker, defensive end, you know, I guess they call that the edge rusher now. He, he's versatile. Um, Some played PA. He, he didn't didn't have his best game against PA, but um, watched him quite a bit. Uh, he had made some nice plays at times, but he'd just been offered by Ole Miss. Uh, that's, I think, his best offer, but he has several of them. I think he's going to get more. I think a lot of schools would like to have a package deal. A little surprised Arkansas hasn't tried to do that yet. Yeah, that but, is. Uh, Ole Miss, Ole Miss is on him and uh, offered him, and he he is he is in the same vein as those other Greenwood guys. You know that all both those guys are tough, hard nosed, smart, athletic. I mean that's what you're getting with them. And Cash is Cash is going to be you know of course Kane is known as the quarterback and a lot of publicity, but Cash will make somebody a real good linebacker in the SEC probably. We've had we've had t- callers text in, you know, listeners text in, even call in asking about, um, you know, Drake Lindsay and and Walker White. I don't think Lindsay was not even offered at Arkansas, and that I think like Minnesota's his best offer right now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, now that Enos is no longer on do. staff, I mean, do you think that somebody might go after him from Arkansas? Do you think there's still a shot here? Well, I, like I I mentioned to you before, um, and Matt knows this too. When you're committed. Other other schools are still offering you, and um, I kind of think, and this is not to pile on Dan Enos, but I do think some guys didn't want to go there because of him, and and that might have been one of the things that Walker White decided he didn't like. And I don't know that for sure, but I mean, now that you've seen what happened, uh, maybe there were some some players that thought that was a red flag. Maybe you bring in somebody else that's different. But I thought it was very interesting. I forwarded you a story from one of our sister uh, uh, sites on, on Fan Nation about um, Houston Nuts saying that he thought Lindsey is really good. And, uh, you know, he, he watched him play a few weeks ago, was supporting Casey Dick, and Drake had a tremendous game. He's got 40, inter- 40 touchdowns and one interception, and that's what, what uh, Nutt likes a lot is that he, is, he throws the ball quickly, uh, quick striking, and then he's been very accurate. Yeah, I think Minnesota got a steal there. If that continues, it he every week he's tweeting about Minnesota. Uh, I think he's firmly entrenched there. Uh, if somebody was to come into Arkansas that he liked, I mean, maybe you know, of course you've got that lineage there. But well, I think he's he's honoring Minnesota because they were the the bigger program to, to offer him, you know, right away. And he likes PJ Fleck. PJ Fleck. Was in some controversy earlier, and he's and uh, Lindsey, uh, you know, backed him on that. So seems like he is very, very 
very, very committed and entrenched uh, to Minnesota. Does, does it seem like Arkansas is recruiting the state of Arkansas as good as they? This does not seem like they the the university is is recruiting the in state talent. It, are is there not? Because if they're going to other big time programs, it's just I don't understand it. Well, let me step in for a quick moment because it, I've I've read about this now and you know paying attention kind of from afar. But Eric Cohue brought brought up the idea of the level of play in the state of Arkansas. And I forget where Cody was the coach, um, but he's been a coach in Arkansas for a long time now. He says this, the, the level of play at Arkansas is not at the level where uh, it needs to be to help support the program that is the Razorbacks. You know, I mean, and, and Nate, I mean, you're right up against it here covering high school football to the very nitty-gritty of it. I mean, what do you think about this? I I have a lot of respect for Coach Cody. I mean, I, and but I would like to sit down and talk to him about this. I mean, we can get this... Uh, an interview and get it get it videoed because there there are some things that I agree with him on and some things I disagree with him on and one of them is you know the ninth grade football thing I mean you know here at Bryant we we've got a ninth grade football team and I feel like those guys are getting the most reps at ninth grade if they were in high school they wouldn't be getting as many reps and I, they are doing what you know is commanded you know by the the head coach so. I don't think that's the, in every program that that is necessarily a good thing to put the ninth graders in the high school. I mean, you get individual attention more there. Uh, and there's no doubt about it that the high school coaches know all about the ninth graders. They're at every game, and I've been at every game this year watching the kicker there, my son, and uh, they're all there. So there are he brings up some good points. But I also there's some things I disagree with him on. I'd, I'd love to sit down and talk with him, and we could, we could have a good discussion. I mean, he and I we respect each other. It would be a good discussion. But I think he's just trying to cut, to get some things started on that. You know, been here 25 years, and I've seen the ebb and flow. But with the talent, but one thing you do have to look at this year, Matt. You got Braylon Russell, great running back, four star. Courtney Crutchfield, four star receiver. And Charlie Collins, his cousin, four-star defensive end. Those are three gems, three guys you want to get, and you got them. You're not going to get everybody, and they would probably love to have Walker White, but those those guys address the need, and they could probably play right away. So I give I give Coach Pittman a good grade this year as far as in state for the most part. I mean, you know, Lindsey has a huge year. You say you missed out on him, but I mean, I, you know, I don't know when they evaluated people if you know he was as good at that time as some of the guys they were bringing in. You know, but he has done a terrific job of blossoming and getting better and better. You know, I think he he was good last year, but he's improved immensely this year. And so he makes them look, you know, a little bit bad as they didn't recruit him harder. But you, you got to look at what he was like when they recruited him and who else they were looking at and that kind of thing too. But hey, he's, he's had a tremendous year. And, and speaking of ninth graders, I see Shiloh, uh, they, they take on Alma. Alma has a chance to, to win the conference title, but is Shiloh starting a ninth grader tonight? Yeah, he, he started the first game of the year and got hurt and returned last week. Um, that helps out a lot because that allows Evan Baker, who has been subbing in admirably at quarterback, to move back to linebacker where it's his natural position strengthens them on defense a little bit. Uh, Bo Williams is back at full strength in the backfield, one of the better running backs in the state. And on the other side at Alma, you've got Jackson Daly, who has been one of the uh, 
surprise players of the year playing a quarterback. He was a great tight end, but he has grabbed the bull by the horns there. It's a huge win. I mean, a huge game. would be a huge win if Alma could get it uh, to win the conference championship. And, um, you know, if they if uh, Shiloh wins, Farmington would win against Prairie Grove. They would be the conference champion. So some some good games there in the West tonight. But I, I think Alma, they've, they've got to be excited about this. This is a great chance for them to uh, secure this and then maybe make a run in the uh, state playoffs. All right, let, let's close on on a thought on what Nate told me today is perhaps the biggest game in Arkansas prep football history. Uh, Bryant and Conway, and these are not necessarily within our listening audience. Some folks in Conway do listen to us. Bryant, not necess- not not in not not within our our footprint, but um, a lot of storylines for this game. Why do you think this is the biggest game in Arkansas prep history? Well, be a couple of reasons, and and you can check out the column and read that. And I've taken a little bit of heat from some people, but the the the, the reason is is because I mean, how many times have you seen a coach, you know, lead lead a team and they're at the peak of success and leave for another team, and you know you've got he's got an opportunity to knock down one dynasty and start another one in one night, possibly. I mean, is this? And the other thing is, is that we have been talking about this since June. I've probably mentioned Bryant Conway playing on your show like every week or every other week because we've been comparing uh, how they've been doing. I've talked about it. It's just, you know, I, there were some big games, Pine Bluff and La Rock Central, and all, I know all that, and I know there were 25,000 people that saw Springdale play Shiloh Christian. There'd be 30 if they played that game at War Memorial tonight. And it's just, they're... The, the way that uh, the ramifications of this, the stakes, and the fact that we have, you know, national media covering this, it's not three TV stations in Norval Henry. We've got actual, like, tons of media coverage on this. It magnifies it all. And it's just, I mean, there's no other game that I remember that you would be talking about it in June and anticipating it for four or five months. I mean, we've been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. It's, uh, it's huge. And the, the, the the byproducts of this game could change the landscape of both these programs in one night. I mean, that's, I, you don't see that very often, and a lot of these games other people are talking about are not conference games that have conference title implications and state championship implications. It's all in one game, and they're going to let everybody in. They said they're not going to turn anybody at the way at the door, so we'll see how that goes. Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Hi, everybody. This is Chris George from Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas gifts, weddings, heirloom family treasures. And at Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we only have one sale every year, and it's right now. Every single item in our store is value priced for Christmas. We do custom one-of-a-kind jewelry. If that's what you're looking for, come see us. You can get anything fixed for a Christmas gift. Selection, quality, service, and Christmas red tag prices now through Christmas at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Passion is something that is just 
and all of us. I know we got a lot of passionate Hog fans listening right now. And I know that all of you love football season. Dave Bushkill and his team over at Eastside Liquor are the exact same way. They can take care of all your tailgating and party needs, whether it's just a few beers or alcohol in bulk. Stop by 9390 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith to check off every item on your list. Eastside Liquor, your number one stop for Arkansas football this season. Neil, you told us these table tennis bets are kind of popular amongst your uh, amongst your customers, so I'm sure somebody's on it right now. Oh, it is. Uh, you know, um, it you know, and again, when you have the playoffs, there's not as much baseball. It you know, we actually wrote just a little bit more on table tennis uh, and bets uh, last month than we did on Major League Baseball. If that tells you anything, hey, let me ask and, you about that for a moment. About that, yeah. Thing. So, because you know, the some of the conversation about the World Series was that the TV ratings were so low. Do you find yeah. that TV ratings? And the amount of action generated on sports betting apps ever mirror each other? Oh, absolutely. There is a direct correlation with it. Um, and, and again, you know, like the World Series, like I'll tell you, our number one most bet team was the Atlanta Braves to be in the World Series, yeah. followed by the Philadelphia Phillies. And then right after that was the Houston Astros uh, there. So when you have a lot of emotional investment in those teams, and those teams don't make it, you have a natural fall off. And also, this time of year, there's a lot of other things going on. Like, you know, the hockey season just started, the NBA, you know, football is getting that midseason for, for college and, and, and for the NFL, just about, you know, trade deadlines are up. So, yeah, it, it's kind of a natural thing for that to happen. But the interesting thing about table tennis is it is basically 24 7, 365 days a year. There is always a match going on. They happen about every 20 minutes. And our next app release next week, you're going to start seeing the actual table tennis match streamed in that box instead of the graphic display. Yeah, the video of it, the actual of the match you'll be able to see? Absolutely. Wow. That and ITF Tennis, uh, we are releasing that next week. Um, um, you know, it, it was supposed to be up in August. And uh, because of the, the, the licensing rights and then the tokens for the video, I can only make sure it's when you're in the state of Arkansas. Uh, and it's just it was really complicated. But, uh, yeah, it's a brand-new product. And uh, we're starting with table tennis. And, uh, and, and uh, actually part of one of the reasons I'm going to be over in London in a, in a couple of weeks is to discuss expanding the offerings that they have with that. We are going to be the first one um, that's live on that next week from Sport Radar. So uh, we're kind of kind of breaking ground there. Our little old book in Arkansas, not so little anymore. I think we're the thirteenth largest book, and we only operate in one market in the country. That's saying a lot, especially with only three million population in Arkansas. So it's excited to be on the forefront of that type of technology. Neil, how's the uh, the Hogs action going? Is it still staying strong? I know there's only a few games left, and we haven't have been having the type of success that uh, that we all thought right. we would have. Uh, what, what, what's it looking like against the Florida Gators? Well, it's, it's gotten really, really interesting, especially today. That line is already down to three and a half now. They have bet the hog. The, they have been putting a lot of money on hogs. It, it opened up at, uh, at at Arkansas plus six and a half. Went to five and a half yesterday, and today it's Arkansas plus three and a half. That means all the money that's coming in is on Arkansas right now. So uh, there has been some interest in it. And, and here's a, here's a neat little note about last weekend. Because Arkansas had the bye week last weekend and was not playing, 
it is the first weekend since football has started that we actually wrote more bets on the NFL Sunday than we did on college football Saturday. So that shows you the power of the fan base of Arkansas uh, Razorback fans because um, it, 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 w- it was the first time that Saturday didn't beat Sunday. And it's all because Arkansas wasn't playing. What about basketball? You know, the season starts on Monday. Do you guys have a line on the Alcorn State game yet? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We were the first ones to put them out uh, in the state for all of the in-state teams. We put those up first, and then uh, the feed finally populated them all. And if you go to the Bet Saracen app, and uh, you'll see Arkansas teams. Right now it defaults to football, but if you click on the basketball, we've got Texas State, UALR, we got Alcorn State, and Arkansas. That line came out as Arkansas minus 24-and-a-half, and the over and under is 145-and-a-half. And then again, don't forget, we've got Arkansas State, Wisconsin, Central Arkansas versus Tulsa, and Arkansas Palm Bluff versus Missouri. All of those games go off at 7 p.m. on Monday. And I'm telling you what, it's going to be an exciting time. Uh, wherever you're in the state, who your loyalty is, I'm pretty sure your TV is going to be on a basketball game on Monday. Uh, not sliding NFL football, but uh, I think people are really ready for, for men's college basketball and women's college basketball for that matter, too. Yeah, and you've got you've got some some basketball specials for college right now as far as regular season conference winner parlays go and and, and that looks interesting too. Um obviously football is the thing that kind of drives the train when it comes to sports betting, but where would you rank uh where would you rank college basketball uh inside the state of Arkansas as far as popularity of of sports betting? Oh, well, once Arkansas starts playing, it will be number 3 uh behind NBA. Um, and, and it's just because NBA is, is you know, they, they play so many different games uh, throughout throughout that time, and there's a lot more betting options because, you know, we have official data from the leagues on the NBA, uh, not necessarily the case with the college. But, yeah, it, it will be the solid number three um, uh, once college basketball starts. And then, uh, you know, once we're done the bowl season with the college, it will start actually outriding the NFL because, you know, it'll be just in the playoffs and, you know, and we only have a couple of games on the weekends as the playoffs. And college basketball will absolutely take over and dominate all of the action on the site. Neil, how's the Premier League? I know you said uh, a few weeks back that uh, somebody hit a, a parlay ticket. Is the Premier League still going strong? What is the, the I guess, your, your number one soccer bet league? And is it more just like certain games or, or is it kind of consistent every week? No, uh, basically, if you look at the uh, NBC NBC games that they do early on Sunday mornings, those are the that, there's your correlation right there with what's on TV is is what is being bet. And because we have all of these different streaming services, and um, and and a lot of the leagues have uh, you know have consolidated where a lot of their content is, it's making it easier for the for the fans in that area to find. Also, you know, with those games being played. Um, early in the morning on Sundays and at, and, and at different times in the U.S. sports, we're seeing a lot more action on it, and, and, and it's nice to see. And another thing that we've actually seen a, a, a three-fold increase versus last year is betting on the National Hockey League. Uh, we've got some Vegas Knights fans here in uh, Arkansas because they're our most bet hockey team uh, right now, and uh, people are making a little money on them too. That's it. I was going to ask about that because, you know, we've touched on – Dallas is the favorite NFL team. You know about the Hogs, all the baseball teams that are sort of you know, close-ish to Arkansas, and, and, and you see that. The Vegas Knights? 
Like, that doesn't make any sense. I really don't know of a big fan base of anywhere in Arkansas that's NHL fans, but the Vegas Knights, where do you, why do you think that is? I just think it's just due to their recent success, you know, uh, and, and the playoffs and whatnot. And, 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 you know, Vegas has been in the news a lot lately, you know, with the Raiders and with uh, the A's going to be moving there with a the new stadium. And, of course, you know, the, 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 the Vegas Knights were the, were the first professional team there. And, uh, you know, I, I guess it's just cool to, to, to like some of the Vegas teams uh, here. Um, you would think it would be like maybe Nashville or the St. Louis Blues or – you know, or or the Dallas Stars, but yeah, it's just it's just unusual to see the diversification uh, uh, when you're not talking, you know, uh, Arkansas college athletics. Seeing the diversification in some of these sports that that you know have quite surprised me, but uh, it, it's great to see that, especially from a bookmaker's perspective, because I don't have all of my eggs in one basket like I usually do on a, on an Arkansas game. It could be really really good for us or really really bad for us, and and. Uh, that, that's nerve-wracking on the business side of it, but it sure is fun seeing the betting activity and how the fans react to the different content we put up. Hey, Matt, when you played at Jacksonville, did you ever go see Highlight in person? I don't believe so. All right, so, that, Neil, I mean, obviously you can't put money on it on Betsarazin because they're not playing it in Arkansas. Not yet. Maybe you can. Well, actually, well, actually, as soon as we get the league approved, we're going to be able to do that. But um, and, and the data fee, if the, if the one that has the official data for that, for that source is... Um, it, you know, comes to reasonable commercial terms. But, yeah, we are looking to expand all of that. We've got a major upgrade coming in December. Believe me, it's going to be great. I'm going to tease it there. Uh, but uh, we got an upgrade coming in December that's going to give me a lot more flexibility on spreading a lot, diff- a lot of the different markets and being able to organize them where the players can, can find them uh, on the site. That's one of the challenges that we have is, is that we've got so much content what do you put in front of the people that's relevant to them to what the most people want to bet? So we've got some really neat things coming up with the technology that we've that we've uh, invested in and, and done some agreements. Just takes a while to do all of the development work and, and get it into play, and, but uh, we want to do it right. And that's kind of the cool thing about this Bet Saracen platform is we're not done with it. We're really just getting started with it, and and this technology is changing so rapidly. You got to keep up on it, and uh, and it's some really cool stuff to see. You no, know, you were talking about the NBA a little bit earlier. When when do people start doing futures uh, bets for the for the NBA champion, and and who's kind of the the most? Is it still the Lakers? Are they are they the most bet team? No, no. I mean, they're all over Denver right now, and, and and Joker that plays for them. I mean, if there's a Joker prop up, and if and if it's the Denver Nuggets, they are betting the heck out of them. Um, um, it's it, you know people bet like to bet on winners, <laughs> and if they're doing very well, it's very easy to do. And and, and we have a lot of money line action um, on that, uh, not necessarily against the spread, but we have, get a lot of money line action on the NBA, which is which is interesting to see. And 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 we also do have a pretty good fan base of the Memphis Grizzlies with their locality here. So, um, but we've had futures up, um, you know, uh, basically. Um, at the end of last, uh, at the end of June, when the finals were over with, we had uh, futures up, and people were, have been betting those all summer long. And then again, uh, we put them up periodically. We've even got the uh, play. I mean, the uh, the mid season tournament uh, uh, lines up for the NBA. And uh, since that's going to be the first one of that, I'm going to be interested to see one what the fan reaction is to it, and and, and then again. With me, that's relevant. What the betting action is going to be on that? Is that a single uh, elimination tournament? Uh, if I think, well, no, I don't think it is a single elimination tournament. 
but it is, but uh, they do have consolation games uh, or, or, or different games there. That format is kind of interesting, but it does come down to a to to a champion. Uh, but uh, yeah, the format is, is is a little bit different. They they do have uh, secondary games, I guess, to keep everybody in action. Uh, uh, so you know, I, I guess there's an argument that some teams players would get a rest while the other teams are playing. Uh, so I think they still have some games uh, on the tree there for that, even if they're eliminated from the championship. You're listening to the Eastside Liquor Halftime Podcast. Check out the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast at hitthatline.com. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.